Y'all ready to be history? It started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Rode Microphones. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robbo Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters. Voiceover talent and home studio guy. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Don't forget Patreon. If you're a pirate, we'll take gold doubloons. Otherwise, you'll be with Roger the <laughs> Roger the Cabin Boy and Seaman Staines walking the plank. Um, now, <laughs> uh, just the whale blow as well. Oh, <laughs> Okay, that's enough oh, of that. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> that's about as good as the show gets this week, folks, so thanks for coming along. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Uh, now, I'm in a, in a different environment, uh, I have to say, this week, um, oh. and George is very... F- By choice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. And George is very familiar with this environment. It is actually a tri-booth. Now, how the heck did you get a tri-booth way down under? I... Cheaply. I'm not going to mention any names, <laughs> but, but someone who had one uh, was happy to move it on. Okay. After a discussion I had with him about getting one, um, I grabbed his one. Brilliant. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So, I've had this up for about three days. I've been playing around with different things in here. Yeah. You know, you should call uh, a doctor if that happens for three days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, p- playing around with things. <laughs> I do take a break now and then. <laughs> uh, should we stop and restart this episode now? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is all Patreon gold. Yeah, oh, here's gold. <laughs> Showered in gold. <laughs> yeah. Now... <laughs> So, I've been recording in here, and I've sent uh, a few files across. George, you probably have them. I do. Um, I did a comparison with... I'm trying to remember how I did it now. I think it was an OC-18 through the Grace, which is my normal go-to. Then I did an OC-18 through the SSL-2 from the booth, and then I did a 41.6 through the SSL-2, which is what I'm on now. And the last one we did... A couple of hours ago, I sent you a file of the OC-18 through the SSL-2 from the tri-booth, which, to my ears, was actually the best of the lot. Fascinating. What did you think? Well, I've got all of them, uh, and I could. I think I have the technology to let you guys all hear them right now. Ooh, um, lovely. And I did so actually pick a riveting that. script, so I knew that would be... Uh, Highly entertaining and keep you wide awake. This is the OC-18 in your home booth. Yeah. This is your control, right? This is your reference file. Ask permission, then take photographs as follows. Overall machine modality and control station. What are you talking about? (laughs) E-learning. Exactly. Exactly. Probably highly confidential, but anyway. Exactly. It's how to it's how to arm a nuclear weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's what right. That is. Fire the nuclear weapon. Yes. Yeah. Arm the control plate. Um, <laughs> so that's the uh, that's that. And then let's jump to the same mic in the tri booth. Ask permission. Then take photographs as follows. Overall machine modality. OC eighteen. So that's the, the same. That's the same, same mic, mic in the tri booth. And here, same, and here same it is mic, back. different different performance, obviously. Yeah, 
Yeah, and now this is back in the home studio. Ask permission, then take photographs as follows. Try booth. Ask permission, then take photographs as follows. It's good. The, the tri booth is a little bit boothy, but it's not a bit boxy, much at isn't all. It? But yeah, there's yeah, a, a little, little bit, bit of a mid range yeah. peakiness that I always find myself smoothing out with an EQ. I usually dip around three to 400 hertz when I do a little Andrew, EQ. Andrew, what room was the tri booth in at that time? It's actually out, as I explained, I sent. Uh, an email to George just explaining where I am. So I've got a glass window behind me, which is the window to the booth. So I'm out, out in the main room here. Uh, it's a concrete, polished concrete floor. I've got a couple of sets of patio glass doors about three metres to my right. Um, and I've got a, just a, a small rug underneath, and that's pretty well it. So, so it's in your booth. It's, it's in your studio. It's in my studio, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So which still, you know. You're right. It can only it can only deaden the dead room. Yeah. Okay. I'd be curious as to if you had this in your I don't know your your new marble bathroom, how it sounded. It would sound shit, probably because <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that's because it's uh, your bathroom. But that's yeah, not sound. Yeah, exactly. That smell that you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, uh, the reality is, is you know, this is a frame essentially hanging an acoustical filter over it, right? So that when yeah. you hang sound blankets or any kind of a thin, you know, a membrane that passes sound through it, it's essentially acting as a filter, right? So yeah. when we chose these materials, we didn't have the measurement tools to compare, you know, a bunch of different sound blankets or moving blankets or materials to figure out what their different EQs are. So each of these materials are certainly going to have their own property, and they're probably going to have some degree of re resonance or more likely probably reflection. And so this particular material we're using may have a little bit of reflection in that three to 400 Low hertz. range, yeah. Yeah, like a 300, yeah. 400, so you get a little bit of a presence, right? a little bit of a mid-range Peak and so I, I, I when I set up a filter. And by the way, when you get a tri booth, part of the purchase price includes a custom filter, yeah. aka I will tune an EQ and maybe some other processing to suit uh, as necessary. So that's my means to make that little correction as necessary and correct for it because. We know that depends very much on where that booth is placed, the environment that it, in which it is placed. Uh, it's it's essentially filtering. So if you put it in a marble, uh, you know, bathroom, it's going to still have here some reverberation. You're definitely going to pick up yeah. some of the liveliness that the that the material isn't dense enough or thick enough to absorb. And then oh, when you I put it I in a room that's mostly controlled, then it just sort of dampens stamps it further. So yeah, it depends on the room. But 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 yeah. here's a big thing to realize about all booths. Um, you know, be they a tri booth or a whisper room or a, uh, audio bricks or whatever, it's a two way filter. Meaning this: if you compare it to, say, a chaotica eyeball, your voice hits the room directly, excites the room, and still gets into the microphone because your voice is not in the booth, you know, like that eyeball, whatever. But in yeah. your case, your voice is going to the microphone, but it's also hitting that blanket. It gets deadened and it loses energy. It then gets out of the blanket. It does. It hits your bathroom wall. It bounces off the bathroom wall, losing a little bit of energy, but not much because it's a mirror. 
comes back at the blanket, loses some more energy trying to get back in and back into the microphone. Right. So it's filtering going out and going back in. And I think there it has a big difference compared to a lot of other approaches to this, you know, like trying to deaden the room. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's complicated. Like it's very, it'd be very difficult to measure this performance because it, it does depend so much on the room. So like when they measure the performance of absorbers, they use something called NRC as a scale, noise reduction coefficient. And 1.0 is essentially perfect. And then less is less or so. But you will see measurements that are higher than one because you can measure the material hung in space versus flat against a surface. And so when you hang that same material in space, it increases its NRC because it's working in both directions. It's getting the sound going out and the sound coming back and thereby giving you even higher performance. So it's really interesting when you're dealing with materials that aren't just rigidly mounted against a hard surface. They behave very differently. Right. And, and also the NRC is, uh, is usually spread out over frequencies. That's right. So it's, it's not the same for, you know, like it probably does great at high frequencies and well, not so well at 300 because that's got right. enough energy and to kind of bust through that. Right, and essentially nothing at the low end. So what's happening is like, as you go down in frequency, the natural resonance of the room that you're in starts to become more audible, right? It passes through. And then as you drop lower and lower, now you're just, now the the blankets of the booth start to become acoustically transparent, right? They have really, in, in effect, no real control over sound below a certain frequency. So then you're now having to make sure that the room that you put this in is large enough so that that room doesn't have standing waves or room modes that, you know, become part of the recording. So that's why I don't recommend getting a tri-booth and then just shoving it into a closet. That's yeah, exactly. not the ideal yeah. use for it, right? It's not, no. it, it does not perform well in that case. Then you still actually need bass traps to deal with the low, below 300, below 200 buildup build of sound. Yeah. You know? it's, the, the whole question is like, what's worse, that boxy buildup of the closet or the longer tail reverb of your living room or whatever other room that might have more well, I'll services? You, I'll ask you if you had two samples. One had a slight reverb tail of like 0.2, 0.3 seconds. I take the longer And the other one had tail. a couple mid-range peaky you know, resonances. Really yeah. depends. It's it's so it hard depends, to tell. It depends, doesn't it? It's like which is less offensive, and and right. it's like I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I I've had both, and sometimes there are some booths, some boxes that you cannot make it sound like anything but that box. Yeah. And in those yeah. cases, what I've had people do is I've said, "All right, like get eat the mic, <laughs> eat the microphone, get so close. I know it's going to raise the bass. I know it's going to create all yeah, kinds yeah, of proximity yeah. stuff, and I'll EQ that out. But like, yeah. get close to the mic because that way, That's right. the the ratio of what I would call signal to noise or signal to box sound, signal to box, right, yeah. is lower. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah, eat eat the mic and hope for the best. And and that works in both situations. I guess when you're in the bigger room. It also gets into performance. So if you yeah. if you were doing talking, just normal talking, you might do better in the bigger room. It might sound more natural, right. and you might not um, speak so loud that it excites the room enough. But if yeah. it was a yelling and screaming part, well, you're pretty screwed. But and I'm not sure, but I would think the small booth would do better. 
probably than than the room where you would have a lot of trouble getting rid of those early reflections from the the walls that would be stronger because of the volume. Plus, there's plugins yeah. now that are pretty darn good at of, of soaking up reverb tail. But they, but they never get not, the early reflections. Yeah, they don't know yeah. how to deal with early reflections yet. <laughs> that's what that's going to be the next frontier, right? Like we're doing really amazing with room noise reduction. We're doing great with reverb reduction. We're getting better at that, but we can't plug in a plug-in that can separate out mathematically or whatever. I'll, those, I'll see those, you guys later. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah they can't they can't soak up all those little those little room mode resonances you know you can, you can go online and look up a room mode calculator just literally type in yeah. google room mode calculator <laughs> then type in the dimensions of your room and it shows you in 3d what frequencies are going to give you a lot of trouble in that space you know because you're going to have at least three different sets of resonant frequencies you know up and down left and right and front and back and those and then, are just your first orders. You're not even talking first about the first orders. Right. right. Then you stack on top of that your harmonics. Things can get become a mess really quick. And yeah. you can't EQ that with a comb filter. Or you can't notch all those out. Um, I will notch out EQ all the time. You know, I'll find whatever that primary, you know, yeah, honk or <laughs> whatever it is, and I'll notch it out. But you can't get rid of all of it with EQ. No way. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Well, also, so, EQ with, is not time-based. And, right. the, and there is the problem because really what you're hearing is something that comes back at a different frequency at a different time. It's taking a moment to bounce off the wall and get back to you. And the EQ is just taking it out by frequency and not really the the time layering effect that also happens. This rat hole brought to you by Robert Marshall and George <laughs> Whittem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's the experience of actually using a tri-booth now for the, for the first time? Like just you know don't hold back don't hold back no no this has been out for almost two years now they've been in the wild so we always love feedback what do you think well i got the one in the bag as opposed to the case which i actually prefer because i can use a case if i need to but the bag's kind of handy right right. you know you can squeeze it into corners um i was actually very i never looked at the instructions it just all is pretty logical how this whole thing goes together so that was pretty straightforward i do like um you're not an actor is that what you're saying <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> Maybe that's why I failed as an actor. Ask I Roger Rose things if together. you had the same idea. Hey, Roger, if you're listening, we love you. Um, <laughs> you do. Uh, but was, uh, yeah, no, it, I'm glad to hear that. That was that was the idea. It was we easy, like super easy. easy to put together. Yeah. Um, uh, the light was a problem because it's got an American plug, right? Right. So that was an issue because I have one adapter and I'm using it. Well, we need to throw in there a EU, uh, an international adapter thingamabob, because I know that that power supply is multi-voltage. Most everything is now. Do you include the mic mic stand thread adapter, too, for the Europeans? Uh, We don't include it because it comes in on every friggin' mic clip you buy. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're like different adapters that you need. You know, know, we just actually, we, Rick mostly, just finished a brand new assembly video. It's really well-produced. And we literally have a section in there on how to remove that yeah. <laughs> because get a quarter. So many people don't know that. Yeah. And then when they put the mic clip, they try to put the mic clip on the five eighths thread, and it won't go. And they're frustrated. They yeah. think their mic clip's broken. So we oh, put that in God. the video too. We we the new video, which which should be up on the site any day, I would imagine, 
It really, really is comprehensive and clear. And just a quick note for all uh, our Patreon subscribers, jump over onto Patreon now and log in and you'll find a special episode for Patreon subscribers only that follows on um, from this one and we take a look at which mic we think works best (laughs) in the tri-booth. So uh, make sure you get over and have a listen to that for our Patreon subscribers. Hey, just quickly, for all our Patreon subscribers too, jump over onto Patreon now and log in uh, and on our site no, you'll find no, oh, a special follow on episode uh, from this where we have a listen to and talk no about what we think hook. might be the best mic yeah. to use okay, in the tri booth yeah. so, there so is a way uh, that's for our patreon subscribers so jump on there now if you have something else on the cup holder like on the right you can hang it on the right hand side so the yeah. left ear cup goes in a little slot and yep. then it just hangs over the right side of the cup holder which that, is where I've got headphones sitting as we speak. It does yes. work, but it's not yeah. a, And just quickly, for all our Patreon subscribers, if you jump over well. onto patreon.com now and log on um, to yes, our no, page, have a dedicated uh, we've done a special episode that follows on from this one where we have a listen to and talk about what we think might be some of the better mics to use in the tri-booth to get a better result. So make sure you jump over there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's tons of room. Yeah. But, I, you know, because Rick, Rick makes these with his wife. Is that right? They build them themselves? He does. He, they they are still built in batches of 10. Um, the only litters. thing that slows them down is, yeah, in litters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The only thing that would slow them down is just his wife's time, free time, being a mom, you know, um, when she can sew the, the caps, you know. And, Hang and, on a moment. How old are the kids? They're uh, they're they're younger. They're like ten to twelve range. That's yeah, old enough. Kind of God, they're plenty old enough to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get them on the sewing machine. Sweatshop. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, you. Rick is in the basement. Picky, picky, picky about the quality of the sewing. We, well, he has he can, tried to hire a couple different professional, you know, dressmaker it, companies to make them, and he's like, mm, nah, back to the so wife. If the uh, yep. kids don't do a good job, you can beat them. So. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, exactly. No holds barred here, huh? <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean that that the next the next frontier for us would really be to increase our production and get distribution. So, um, and we there are certainly companies out there who would distribute it if we could make them in quantity. So, yeah, that's just that's the next step. But until that, until there's a, I don't know what happens. We need somebody to come forth and say we want forty, and then we go okay. Yeah. Now we're we're going to take a deposit and we're going to we're going to ramp up production or something. I like that. I have a request. I want to see a vo- a booth that has no door, and it's installed in someone's house that has really tall ceilings. And what they do is they walk over to a certain spot, and then they lower the tri booth over them. Oh, like the yes. cone of silence, like <laughs> and everything. Yeah, like the cone of silence yeah. exactly. Ah. Yes. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for someone that has like a, a 20, 18 foot high ceiling yeah, exactly. like atrium, yep. you could have it just hung up in the corner and then it would lower. Mm-hmm. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and then you could also set it up with Google Home. So as it's lowering, you hear. Or you could just hook it up like Alexa booth and it could be like.
like one of those like uh, little little games that you know, like the hook goes all around trying to pick up the teddy bear uh, from the game. Yes, yeah. like awesome. Alexa hook. will just like move over you and like drop the booth down. I, I actually think it should be more like Batman, where he has his outfit. He gets into a box and he, get, he gets the outfit. No, no, no. You see, that's for the tr- that, um, that's for the VO bodysuit. That's, tr- that's the bodysuit. The VO bodysuit. Yes, body exactly. You slide down the bat pole. You jump in in your suit and tie, and you come out down the other end in your body VO bodysuit, ready to go. Or like the Thunderbirds, where you go on the slide towards Thunderbird Two. There you go. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Oh man. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm. I, I, we've wanted to get one to you, and uh, shipping down there is in customs. Oh, it's just brutal. Killer. So. I'm so glad that one of the other, you know, buyers was finished with it and was able to get it to you, and and you get to try it finally at long. But last. now we're shipping tribooths 24 hours a day. <laughs> 24 hours, <laughs> according to Biden, yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, that's right. Well, we're receiving them 24 hours. Oh, it only goes, it comes in 24 hours a day, but doesn't go out 24 hours a day. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. There's 80 ships don't unload themselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Or well, do they? Yeah. Well, I appreciate the feedback. It's for, it's great, and uh, you know, we constantly make little tweaks and improvements, and uh, always will take all of it into consideration. Thanks, man. No. I love it. It's great. Excellent. And if anyone's listening, I'm in the tri booth. So, Will there be a you know. version for if you have a, a, a yurt or a yurt? What's what's that type of house called? It's like an octagon? A yurt. A yurt? Yeah, can yurt. you make like a yurt? Yeah. Or a, a, a tri yurt or a booth yurt? I don't know what. <laughs> I found out they're also called hogans when hogans? I was uh, traveling through the Navajo. They call oh. them Hogans. Um, not Harlan Hogans. <laughs> yeah, Harlan Hogan. Yeah. I'm sure he'd appreciate the association. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, the, we, we could make them in different shapes and different sizes, but so far it's just, been a, it's just been one shape, one size. We can make it taller, we can make it shorter, but that is the, that is the tri-booth. And, have, uh, that's have, you ever, have, have you had any like size, like, like I would like one that's got more square space inside, or I need, I'm eight yeah. feet tall. Yeah, we've had a couple requests, but most of we just I don't think we've made any that were larger yet, um, or larger in square footage yet. Uh, but if somebody version? really want, if somebody went, well, we have made a kids. We've made them shorter for sure. We have, and the reason yeah. we bothered to make them shorter is because the way the way we use the material, the whole thing has always been about portability, right? So we've been very careful about how much material we use. We could definitely. So part of the blanket is doubled. So the top third is a double layer of the blanket, right? We could have it be doubled all the way to the floor, but then it would add about another 20 pounds, maybe 15 pounds. So then it wouldn't be, you couldn't travel on a plane with it in the same way. You couldn't check it without paying a lot extra. So we've been really like efficient with how we use the material. So the point being is that that top third of double layer is important. Like that's a big part of it. And so if you're shorter, you'll be below it. What so do you we actually will on? make them shorter. What do you well, stand? We just on? make them shorter. I know Let's that, but shorter. but but does it just have an open? If 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 you're like on the, if your floor is like a marble floor, are you standing on a marble floor, or do you provide like a carpet or a squishy carpet? Good question. Like, we don't provide a carpet. Again, it, we provide what we feel we can ship or put on a, a on a plane without going overweight. So it's it's a very it's a slim down it's slim down as much as we can. So we we re- we actually recommend like practically grabbing a blanket or a rug or whatever you can find, and if you're on a marble or hard floor, just tossing yeah. it on the floor or underneath Definitely. the booth. Like just spread it out underneath the booth, and it 
it makes a dramatic difference. It really, yeah. it helps if the room's very lively. And it's not because of the reflection off the floor directly on your feet. It's just by adding that around the perimeter of the booth, you're just killing off more and more reflections, you know? So that yeah. tends to work really well. I've had people toss them over the booth, but I think if you, you're really better off putting them on the floor. The booth's, That's the booth's really strong enough the, to have like another pile of blankets thrown over it? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like toss it violently, uh, mm-hmm. but if you if you hang a, a, a like a comforter or duvet or something, yeah, over the entire frame to just give you another heavy layer of damping, it it will handle that. Yeah. I I think that you should make the tri booth booth. The tri booth booth. A tri booth booth. Just what is that? You just make a bigger tri booth and you put the tri booth in the booth. In oh, the a turducken <laughs> booth. Yeah, a turducken tri booth. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> exactly right. Yep. You open one door, there's another door, and open another right. door, there's another door, another door, another door. <laughs> and then there's a rabbit. Like the and a beginning man in the top of Mystery hat. Science Theater 3000. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but there's like nine doors that you go through. Oh, man. Oh, I love yeah. your ideas. You guys are fertile. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> that's just fertilizer is what comes to mind. But that's, yes, you're That's fertilizer. only drugs. That's all that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, no yeah, clicks don't from me to today. Kids. Yeah, I thought you were pretty coherent. I, oh, On that note, I, I, adios. Yeah, I could go get that. Yeah. Just quickly, for all our Patreon subscribers, if you jump over onto patreon.com now and log on to our page, uh, we've done a special episode that follows on from this one where we have a listen to and talk about what we think might be some of the better mics to use in the tri-booth to get a better result. So uh, make sure you jump over there now. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite recorded using Rode NTG5s and Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters and mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Wizard. Help us share the show with more people and get your hands on exclusive content by contributing to our Patreon page. See patreon.com forward slash Pro Audio Suite. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website. The Pro Audio Suite. Dot com.